Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Today is Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. This is episode 27 of the morning warm up with Stevie Richards. This is a pretty big day of 2020, a pretty big day for a lot of people. People are probably very stressed out. People are probably wondering where the world is going to go after today or in the coming days, weeks, months, and even years. People's energy levels are probably pretty low right now. I'm going to get to an email that we got in a second because I think it ties in a lot to this episode as well as, like I said, all these episodes do intersect in a lot of ways and overlap in a, in a very good way to reassure, reaffirm, reinforce these things that I'm trying to get across Monday through Friday here on the morning warm up. whether you're watching live on the video source here on YouTube, video source, my God, I sound old saying that. But if you're watching live on YouTube, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Eastern time here in the States or somewhere else in the world, or if you're listening or watching on demand, we are on demand here on the YouTube channel and also audio version available on all major podcast platforms. I want to start off as we always try to do right away with gratitude. And I am very grateful to each and every one of you for joining me this morning, whether live or whenever you get the chance to click that play button. I really do appreciate it. So the episode's title today, I had to hiccups by the way, before I started I'm getting over them like 10 seconds on the countdown. I just, it just cleared up. So if I, if I stop talking or hit mute, I might have some hiccups here live, but the title of this episode, quality versus quantity. A lot of these titles seem cliche. They can be termed as cliche in, in certain context. But really, when you think about it, it really is like yesterday, making effective use of your time, finding your niche, all these different episodes all tie in together. So quality versus quantity, even how much do you need? The, the gathering of possessions, the, the hoarding of possessions that say you have the most amount of whatever. Even friends, people. People like to brag about their followers, about their friends, about how many people subscribe. And then that's all, those numbers are great in the vein of social media. Once again, we're touching on social media because that seems to be the root cause of a lot of potential issues, especially in today's world where it seems like quantity over quality is the way most people go. The most toys, the most money, the most possessions, the biggest house, the biggest car, the most amount of friends on Facebook, the most amount of followers on Twitter, Instagram, the most amount of subscribers on YouTube. People look at that and term that as a success, they look at it in a perspective of a lot of numbers means a lot of success. And that's not necessarily the case. And there's really not as much fulfillment. If you really look at it, there's a lot of people on the other end of it that have that perspective that say, I, I wish I had better quality in my life as opposed to the quantity. I'm very hypersensitive to this from 
wrestling and spending almost 30 years in the business. And even outside of that, being in the fitness industry and other, other avenues of content creation, meet a lot of people. You meet a lot of bad people. But you also, and this is a saying that sounds cliche as well, but wrestling, it means more than anything. If you can count on one hand, or even half of one hand, how many true friends that you come out of the wrestling business or entertainment or really anything these days, if you can count on one hand, anywhere on one hand, whether it's one finger, one thumb, or all five digits on your hand, if you can count true friends, people that are loyal to you, people that care about you, people that you commit to spend a lifetime with, one person, then you have to look at that and say, wow, that quality is super, super high, rather than saying, you know, I hang out with 100 people, and I really don't know who my real friends are. And I think everybody out here who's listening or watching has come to those crossroads in their life where you really do find out who your real friends are and who the fair weather or the acquaintances or the people that are just with you because of a current status, a current job, a current position, where you are on the supposed food chain. If you're popular, then yeah, these things in life are a roller coaster. You eventually have to find these out one way or the other, whether you voluntarily look at it with the perspective or you learn things as I have a lot of times, you learn them the hardest way possible. And I wouldn't take that back for anything. We get caught up a lot in a quantity. And I'll give you an example. I have a home gym that I'm immensely blessed with, and I have different equipment and different apparatus, different brands and different companies work with me so I can review and test their products. You know, usually in exchange for the product or a discount on the product. And then, of course, I have the affiliate uh, model with Force USA and Diamondback Fitness because after a few years, we trusted each other enough to say this brand and the presentation which you bring, there's quality on both sides. Rather than have a 100 affiliates or a 1,000 affiliates, uh, they're very, very, I, I would say, picky with the people they trust with that kind of uh, business model with their company. And I'm the same way. But talking about the home gym, yes, the home gym is overflowing. It's an immense blessing. We have almost too much equipment. But what it comes down to, and I look at that home gym and I look out there and I think about what I really need, what quality equipment do I need to get an effective workout? What it all comes down to is maybe one piece of equipment, whether it be a multifunction trainer or the folding my rack or a pair of dumbbells that I have in there, adjustable dumbbells from power block. And not even the bench, because I have a video where you can do floor presses on the floor without a bench. You can effectively get the workout in, a quality workout in, with minimal amount of equipment. That's why I sell the resistance bands. You really can use one resistance band in technique and obviously volume and, and uh, consistency over time. You can get an effective workout and get in the shape. I mention all these things because 
I look at the home gym tours of other fitness YouTubers and content creation people. I look at the tech setup of people who have their desk with all the fancy expensive stuff. And I got caught up in it. I'm like, wow, that's a really great standing desk. That's a really great setup. They got 15 monitors. That's really cool. But what do you really need? Now, my production kind of has needs as far as video editing and streaming and other things that I wanted to improve the quality on. That's a different story because it is part of my business model. And of course, in a financial sense, they are write-offs. But if I was just a content creator and did it as a hobby, or if I was somebody that didn't need all this power, these peripherals or these pieces of equipment, I'll tell you right now, I could probably do mostly everything on my iPhone. And if I really wanted the bigger screen, I could do everything on my iPad pro almost everything. And I actually have a playlist on the YouTube channel, iPad pro as a laptop replacement. And I was using the iPad pro as mostly every single thing I did from video editing, photo editing, uh, live streaming, all school, all sorts of just different things. I mean, giving these different examples, because they're more, I use the term nuts and bolts. But when you apply that type of attitude, even on the smallest of things, the quality versus the quantity. Then you talk about bigger issues, societal issues. Comparison is the thief of joy. That's another episode. How many times do we look at somebody else and what they have, especially on something like Instagram with the filters and the way they're presented as the perfect everything? They have the quantity and they kind of fake the quality of it at the same time. It's a very, very dangerous trap to set yourself up into. It's not easy. It's not easy at all because we're so wired that we, that we measure success in terms of quantity. As you get older in my advanced age, as I always joke, it starts to flip. It's how much do I really need? Comparison is the thief of joy. Maybe being an introvert all my life has enabled me to kind of not fall into the trap of peer pressure. Maybe the spitefulness that I have inside of me in, in the most positive way possible. I only, I only work out of spite against negative things. That, that's something I need to train myself on as well. So I'm kind of predisposed to really be turned off by that stuff. And even in wrestling, seeing lots of people accumulating things and buying things and, and looking at them and saying, rather than, wow, that person has their stuff together. Wow, that person is really successful. I would look at that even at a younger age and say, what is missing from that person's life? And then examine myself and say, what, what can I do to avoid that, to keep digging that hole for myself, that void that will never be filled? How can I have fulfillment? How can I have that quality? Now, did I have the, the answers that I have it all figured out? No. And I still don't have it figured out. And it's still kind of cool to get 
these products and these items. And like I said, most of them for me are review products are ones that are sent to me, the Avenue and the business model and everything that I do does not cost me financially, but that's built up over time with work. And also even at that point, I'm looking around going, okay, how much do I really need? What's the quality versus the quantity? Like I said, it's not easy. But if you think about that, and, and I don't do this enough, but if you, even if you write it down and say, what are the quality, it's like a pros and cons thing. Instead of writing pros and cons, write quality, quantity, make a line down the middle and start writing what you feel like the highest quality things in your life are, whether they're people, uh, equipment, possessions, anything. And then how much do you have on the right side, quantity? that you don't need. Do you have five cars? Do you have three houses? That almost makes me sick to think about that. Cause all I think about are the loans, the interest rate and being in debt. I, I, I tend to really view the quality of life, the freedom from debt, the freedom from having an albatross over your head the pressure of that versus the quantity and saying, wow, when people drive by my big house, they're going to say that's a really nice house. And they don't realize there's no furniture in the really nice house because I'm a house poor or I have a really, really nice car that I don't technically own because I'm paying $900 a month on a lease, but it's a nice car. And I might get the person who will never tell me that they're absolutely impressed for a total of five seconds as they drive by or at the stoplight, how nice my car is. To me, that's a waste of quality of life, a waste of your time. It's not an effective use of your time, as I talked about yesterday. And it's not, it doesn't put you in a position to move forward in life. These are just my opinions. I don't judge anybody that thinks or feels that way. And if you get any kind of even if it's that cigarette type of high that you get from or whatever kind of high or satisfaction that's temporary, if you think that little and Dennis Leary uses that little cigarette of life is enough to get you through your day. God bless you. That's up to you. I can't be that way. And the things I talk about on these morning warm up shows are to hopefully pass something along to somebody that might be at those crossroads trying to figure out if they're going to go with quality or quantity. I'll tell you what the less stressful one is. I'll tell you what the less um, anxiety ridden one is. It really is quality. And hopefully these morning warm-up shows will definitely help you avoid some of the mistakes I've made, some of the things I've had to learn the hard way, some things I'm looking at at 49 years old, looking back and having the perspective. Hopefully people are getting that much younger or what I fear is people are even deeper in the hole because of social media and other things that didn't really exist as I was growing up that they're really struggling so hopefully the show either way helps you with that. And I want to connect that to an email that I got from DC. Got this overnight that he has a question. He has a question he would like to ask. What do you suggest for improving energy levels? 
I find it hard to get going in the morning and be able to avoid crashing on the couch after work. And I'm not doing physically intensive work during the day. This, uh, this email came at a great time too, because it kind of, in my mind, at least, and in my heart, the way I'm thinking right now and feeling it's those energy levels on what, how are you using your time effectively and also quality versus quantity. Write down the things that take up the most time. Talked about it yesterday. Social media can be a time vampire and suck the time away from your day. And you have to look at it very honestly and critically, DC, and everybody else out there. How are you spending each day in quality mode rather than spending quantity of that day? And obviously we have to work. We have to put in our 8, 9, 10, 12 hours. But outside of that, are you waking up a half hour earlier to get a workout in? Are you working on your business? Are you building your website a half hour earlier than you would normally get up? Or are you going right to that? Or are you spending your lunchtime trying to build your business, your online business or whatever it might be? It might be tough at first. And I tell lots of people when they feel like they're wasting their life away at their job, the quantity, the nine hours a day because they no longer pay you for lunch. What are you doing to escape that? What are you doing to work out of that? The, the half hour a day adds up and it might seem like the worst half hour because you still have to put in your nine hours and you're exhausted from your job that leaves you so unfulfilled and uninspired that it actually lowers your energy level. It actually takes more energy to do nothing at a job you hate than to spend 24 hours a day doing something that you're interested in, love, have a passion for, and can see the advancement on what you're doing. So that's why I would say I would examine that and see, first of all, how do you view your job? And then right after that, if it's not favorable, how can you work out of that to something or do both at the same time to get some sort of satisfaction, fulfillment, or advance what you want while you're on this plane of existence, while you're in this world, while you have a life. Think about that. I'm grateful for the email, DC. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you so much for watching or listening or both. I appreciate all the support. Uh, please uh, look in the links and codes in the description below here on the YouTube channel and the podcast description. I really do appreciate it. We've had uh, the blessing of many, many people using affiliate codes the Amazon associate links, all that stuff. Really do appreciate each and every one of you. I'm grateful for the support each and every day. Thank you guys. God bless you. Have a great day.